0: Lately, I've really been focused on spicing my sex life. I want it spicy. And Dame Products has helped me do just that. And that's why we want to thank Dame Products for being a sponsor of the show. They've been a great partner and we love their products. Please check them out and get 10% off when you use code COCKTAILS. And now let's get back to the show. <music> Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only of DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails, Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Crimal Punch. The ingredients you need is a cup of crushed ice, a half a cup of apple juice, a half cup of elderflower, two tablespoons of gin, just two tablespoons, one cinnamon stick, a half a cup of Prosecco, and some thinly sliced green apples for decor. So you're going to place three-fourths cup cocktail glasses in the freezer for five minutes to chill then you're going to place the ice the apple juice the elderflower the gin and the cinnamon stick in a cocktail shaker cover and shake for one minute strain that mixture into a chilled glass top off with the prosecco decorate with the apple slice and enjoy a crema punch
1: um is that what y'all have for christmas
0: a crema punch Mm -hmm. no i just had some wine
1: Oh, what is cloudy apple juice? I actually do don't know? know.
0: That's why I just left off the cloudy. I was oh, like, what uh, is cloudy apple juice? I wonder,
1: if y'all know, leave a comment or let us know. I'm yeah, curious. why is it
0: cloudy? Because
1: that sound dirty. <laughs> I'm just like, why is it cloudy? Anyway, welcome back to Cocktail Share Discussions, you guys. Hey, y'all. So this week, we actually have a guest with us today. We do. Her name
0: is Dr. Canary. I met you at... At I met you through Chef um Rocky. Rocky. Why'd I forget his name? I hope you don't listen. Um, (laughs) And remember we both went there when they were recording something and then we both ended up working together and then we followed each other on Instagram and I didn't know that you actually listened to Cocktails. I Mm. do. Obsessed. So when I reached out to her to come on the show, she was like, I listened to the show. Are you serious? I was like, yeah, girl. Bring that ass (laughs) here.
2: Yep. Thank you guys for having me. I'm
0: so excited. (laughs) So we'll dive into Dr. Canary um, in a little bit. Kiki and I have a couple ads and then we'll play a game with you. And Yeah.
1: And before the ads, let me remind you guys to sign up for Patreon. Remember, we have bonus episodes every single week. It's just patreon.com slash cocktails. And we have a lot of exciting things coming in 2022. Mm. And patrons get the first... Uh, the first what is it? They they find out first. Yes, First, first dibs. dibs. We have some stuff coming out, some announcements to make, and yeah. they will know first. It'll be Plus the bonus content?
0: It'll be exciting. Also, in 2022, y'all, I'm going to Morocco. Uh, we got Paradise and Vibe, Morocco. It's a wellness retreat. You can come solo. You could bring your girlfriends. You could bring your bae. If you ain't never been to Morocco, if you've been to Morocco, you need to be there. Go to paradiseandvibe.com. Sign up because we are selling out quick. You also want to make sure that you are stocked up on your sexual pleasure toys because hey, some man. of we don't have no man and we not getting <laughs> penetrated by penises with heartbeats we gotta get toys and yeah. it's okay don't be ashamed of it there are some amazing toys that Dame Products has to offer they got yeah. creams they have a nice little anal numbing cream if you want to
1: try out I don't but okay. what I do want to try out mm-hmm. is um, the little toy I always talk about this one and I forget to order it every time I leave but it has like these little arms it's just like a strong arm pussy toy and and it Ooh. goes around your labia, so you don't have to hold the toy. You can scroll for a new video in your hand, and you can, you know, or and you that can be sounds amazing. Yourself. I have carpal
0: tunnel, so that sounds great for like yeah.
1: You could, or you could just lay back and enjoy like a snow angel.
0: Wow, that sounds like the love of my life. You guys go to dameproducts.com. Use code Cocktail C O C K T A L E S to get you a nice little discount and order your toys.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, and also. If, you know, you're sad because Christmas came and tomorrow's (laughs) December 31st and you did not meet your deadline (laughs) and, you know, you're really just reevaluating your whole life. Don't just sit there and talk to your homegirls who told you this was a good idea. Talk to a licensed professional over at Talkspace.com. And if you actually go to Talkspace.com slash cocktails, you'll get a discount. You'll get $100 off your first month of therapy. And
0: you guys therapy is trending now so like whether you think you need it or you think you don't need it you need it this is this your is,
1: homegirls tired of hearing your, problems. your homegirls
0: your homeboys your boyfriends your sisters your mom they're like when are you gonna make a change we're here to tell you make the change today
1: make the change before they do an intervention yeah okay and, how <laughs> and then you're gonna be
0: embarrassed
1: you're gonna be on tv when all you got to do is pull out your phone skip instagram go to talkspace there's an app just go ahead and sign up. It really is great.
0: Yeah, and like I said last week, if you have a group chat, just go ahead and drop the link in the group chat. Spice up your group chat. They're
1: going to be like, who, you, who needs that? You do. Click it. All right. Well, maybe not do it like that if you want to keep your friends. <laughs> 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 okay, and last but not least, okay, so the new year is about to start oh, if man. you're listening to this on time. If you're not, the new year has started, and we know how we do in January. Everybody get brand new. Everybody got these lists of things they trying to accomplish. They, everybody trying to lose weight. Yes. And everybody is trying to stay in the house, save money. We've got these goals. Everybody buying mansions by the end of the year. Yes. Y'all got deadlines. I got deadlines.
0: Everybody trying to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. You guys, Green Chef is your... your, your your answer,
1: yeah, it's going to be so much easier because with all of the new goals that you have set for yourself, you probably don't have time to be going to the grocery store. And it's cold outside. Who wants to planning out store? your
0: meals? Sometimes you'd be like, "What do I want to eat?" I always pick spaghetti, and it's like, "Bitch, pick
1: something else." Grow up. Yeah. yeah, there's so many other meals and so many different flavors, vegetables, Fruits, um, protein. i tried a lot of different seafood items from Green Chef mm-hmm. that I wouldn't even think to pick up, or I might not see in the local grocery store. They sent me a
0: Mediterranean meal, and I, mm. that's just naturally something I wouldn't pick I wouldn't be like let me make a Mediterranean dish and they sent me like some Mediterranean seasonings that I didn't use all of for in the because I was like let me save some of these sometimes
1: they do give you a little extra yeah
0: and they really have a variety of different kits that you can pick from balanced keto uh, vegan vegetarian it's exciting, and you mm-hmm. can act like you cooked for your bae when you did. But You, you did, because
1: you do have to cook these meals. They are not Gre- pre-cooked. Yeah. It's not a microwave thing. It's just thing. a
0: kit, and you still gotta cook it, but Green Chef came up with the idea for you. And and they're night. gonna
1: have the ingredients, the measurements, everything is gonna be there, so it's almost foolproof. Just make sure you read the instructions on the oven and stove top instructions. So, you need to go to greenchef.com slash cocktails125. Use code COCKTAILS125. That's C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S 125, and you will get a 100 Hundred twenty five dollars off your subscription, and it includes free shipping. And
0: Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Little flicks. Mm-hmm. All right, Doctor Canary, psychiatrist and sex therapist, CEO of Mind Body and Sex. <laughs> Most of your clients are black males. We'll dive into yes, that.
2: Yes, absolutely, they are, which is very exciting. I get a lot of insight into what men like and what men want. What they like. Girl, give me. Let's do a check. Where they at? <laughs>
1: but you know what? Well, I well, want to teach about what too, men. Let's not forget. What about
2: what women want, though? That's the thing. There's a lot of people out there already that speak about what men want. We're already taking classes, learning how to flip on the penis, learning how to do backflips,
1: mm. cook. But it's like, what do we want? Well, I can tell them what I want. I just wanted some insight. <laughs> but somebody's got to teach
2: them. Who's out there teaching these men what we want? Nobody.
1: Because they don't care.
2: <laughs> you know what they do, though? That's, that they is that is what I've
1: learned. a lot So what of, do they say?
2: So a lot of men say that they are actually very insecure about pleasing their women and their size. Those are the top two things They're I get. So-
1: That's like yeah. when they ask
0: you the question, like, what are some of your flaws when you're in an interview? And you're like, I'm just... Too early all the time. Like, <laughs> your size?
1: Yeah, they're a dick size. Men, Think about yes, what we says.
0: Oh, I'm thinking they're thinking they're too big. No, 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 no. no, no too small. Oh, how many I, inches? How many See, that's inches Guys, I am what women
2: want. They're like, yeah. am, I am I too big? Am I too small? But most is, am I too small?
0: Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. they? Do they ever pull out their...
2: Girl, I would... No, <laughs> they better not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> 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 your whole mouth dropped.
2: I mean, I've gotten a couple pictures in my DMs. And they're like, oh, what is this? What is this bump? What do you think this is? I'm like, please go to your primary care physician. Right, you a psychiatrist. <laughs> it's like, please go to your primary
0: care
1: physician. We have some <laughs> other issues to talk to you about, sir. Right.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so we're going to play a quick game with you. Okay. Um, it's called I'm Curious to
1: Know. Ooh. You want to go first, PG? Sure. Okay. When is the last time you had sex? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, jumping out the gate with
2: it. <laughs> Mm, oh my goodness I was not expecting that
0: <laughs> uh, two
2: and a half weeks ago
1: oh that's I thought you were about to be like last night I that, wish you celibate it's
2: a long
0: distance
1: girl long shut distance. up <laughs> but lady was telling people she was on a dick tox so and she was like not having sex for a day <laughs> don't just celibate girl it's a long <laughs> distance <laughs> relationship okay the next
0: one what would you rate your oral sex skills 10 oh you didn't even think about it
2: mm-hmm. I've been practicing you had to teach us some I've tricks practiced.
0: <laughs> Cause I'm a 10 on some days And then I'm a 4 on others
1: I feel you on that Because sometimes bitch <laughs> be tired <laughs> My jaws be like you know, I, I just want recorded 3 I episodes today it.
0: I won't even do it if I'm tired
2: You gotta bring your A game every single time And I
1: can't suck that dick, like good. right
2: after we ate dinner
1: Oh well, yeah, I can't I, do it. I'm we've both thrown up on dicks before. Multiple we times don't to do that. Yeah, oh, and the wow. whole meal just we right there. We were also very drunk. It wasn't about food. Okay, okay. Oh, wow. So it was more about the alcohol. Gosh. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. What is your example of a good first sex text? Ooh, a good first sex
2: text. Mm. Um. I would say first of all, it has to be. I'm big into building up anticipation. Okay. So it, it would have to be. I don't want no nudes from guys. I'm really. I'm not even really into that. It have to be something also romantic though. So you're like, starting the
0: sex. Yeah. What are you telling? Oh, oh it? me. Yeah. I'm yeah. starting. Yeah. You're starting.
2: Ooh, it. What would you say on <laughs> um, I would definitely say something like, "Can't wait to see you tonight," or "I was in a sexy picture." Oh, so That's you don't want him to send, you know, do. pictures, but you can send yeah, a Yeah, I would definitely send a picture or a video just to get him
1: If you send a video, aroused. what you doing in the video?
2: Nothing too much. Just like maybe some lingerie, but like have maybe a robe I- over it. Because men, even though they like to see us butt naked, they like to build up that anticipation. Mm-hmm. So if he just sees like the lace kind of poking out with the breast perky... So not too much. Not butt naked.
1: Maybe that's where I'm fucking up. Because I'd be like one <laughs> leg like, in the air. <laughs> my like, vulva. Right, you ready for this? Tonight? you got to build up that anticipation. You I already fucked it up. We already know what it is. You ready to yeah, hit but this? They still What's like up? It. You they want this or like not? Okay, you ready? Are you ready to dive in?
0: <laughs> okay. What is your favorite body part on a man? This is kind of weird. But I love the forearms and shoulders. That's not weird, bitch. Mine is ankles. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Huh? That was, I do like the forearms,
1: especially when they tip. Oh, and that little vein come out. In the vein. I like when a guy has good veins.
0: Oh, And I like when they have those little tight tees, but not the too tight ones. Some little v-neck white tees, and it's just like like slightly cupping. I
1: like it when they got diamonds
0: around their neck. Ooh, me Okay, because I got my neck. So they got fine.
2: money <laughs> They really Good do And they don't tea. even Know it sometimes And I like when They don't know Oh it. I say that all
0: the time I love those I don't the-
1: be meeting The ones that don't know it These niggas be cocky Than a motherfucker And it pisses me off It's very
0: rare That you meet one That doesn't know mm-hmm. it But when you do It's like
1: Where y'all meeting at The library I feel like
0: women Be hyping these men up That's the problem I feel like we're
2: We are the issue Like oh. stop hyping These men up Don't let them know yeah. They're getting a big head now.
1: Sorry, y'all. Yeah, they
0: want to be treated like bad bitches. <laughs> and it's annoying. Well, I don't know about that
1: part, but I, I'll give a compliment when a compliment is due. Because sometimes niggas do be fine, and I'm just niggas like, I'm going to tell
0: you. And yeah, they smell good. And that's good.
2: fine. But like, don't hype them, yeah. mm. them up too much.
0: Don't hype them up too much. We won't. Um, last one. Have you ever had a threesome? No. Mm. I think
2: I'm too territorial to have one. But um. I'm all for them. You know, I teach guys how to speak to their partners about having one. A lot of guys are like, how do I. Ask my partner for one, so we go through the basics of that. Tips on how to ask for a threesome, but I have personally never had one. I feel like I might get in a fight if I do. Oh, we don't want that. You yeah, might you, lost don't know your to, you already know
1: your limit, yeah. right? What do you <laughs> tell them as far as tips go? So some of the tips I give is first you have
2: to throw out fillers out there. As women, if you just most women, if you come to us and you're like, "Hey, babe, I want to have a threesome," we like with who? So I feel like, this know, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We asking questions already. We formulating. So I tell a lot of guys, like, throw a filler out there. Watch a porn together first and mm-hmm. be like, what do you think about this scene? Mm-hmm. And then say, you know what, babe, do you want to spice things up? What if we bring a woman in the bedroom? How do you feel about that? Or a that? man. Or a man, exactly. But I feel like the woman should always pick the person that you're going to bring in the bedroom because you want somebody that she is going to be comfortable with. Mm-hmm and then you have to set boundaries that's the number one thing that most people don't do they just jump right into it please set boundaries set rules set guidelines state hey this is what we can do this is crossing the line because maybe you're open to having a threesome but you don't want your man going down on her so you need to set those boundaries beforehand not during the middle of the
0: threesome and also i just want to say we say this all the time if you have too many boundaries a threesome is not for you
1: exactly Mm because
0: what we doing not giving oral to eat your pussy and you not eating mine. Just get <laughs> up and get out of the room. Okay, if I need a
1: whiteboard with instructions in the it's, room. We're not doing this. It's just not if your you're life. You're jealous. Like, girl. Nobody has time for this. This is
0: supposed to be a fun experience.
1: Okay, because. Bust re- that thing open. Period. All like <laughs> that. And then, okay, I do feel you to a certain extent on the. um the woman picking the other person usually yes. that does go well but sometimes you get a girl like me and it's like i don't want to be having a search i'm not texting my friends for hoe friends <laughs> and asking uh, you saw my text i, I was I like where it. are the it's so much pressure like, can you just provide the bitch and make sure she
0: have her talk to a psychiatrist first make sure she cool <laughs> not crazy bring her in let's do this thing
1: okay so what you got to do is you got to fuck, fuck some hoes like the man needs to be a hoe, and then he gonna have somebody, and then you don't have to worry about it. But I mean, that might not be good for your mental health, but I mean, if you gonna have an experience, yeah. I mean, so I told a story on our Patreon about a threesome that I had with this guy. So he is a, just a fuck buddy of mine. Um, and I thought the same for them. That was my understanding, but I could kind of pick up, she had a little bit more feelings than I did about the guy. So then it made things awkward. If y'all want to hear that full story, you need to go to patreon.com slash cocktails and listen to um, one of the more recent episodes. But it's like, girl, you thought you wanted to do this, but you are a little too territorial. Maybe this really isn't for you. Don't do it. Just if watch If you are abort. jealous
2: or territorial, do not do it. Don't do it.
1: And
0: I get like the girls should pick too. But sometimes let's just be fair and let's both pick because I picked a girl at a sex club with one of my bays, and he thought she was going to rob him. And I, he was like, why did you
1: pick her? And I was like... Ugh. And he and she was musty, us. too, wasn't she?
0: She, she? He said she was musty. I couldn't oh, smell yeah. it. Oh. Like it was. I was like, well, you'll pick her then. Right, like, you think
1: right. He wouldn't take his pants off. Well, I think the a woman should work. initially
2: pick, and then the guy... Because, you know, we have different tastes than men. Because sometimes men don't look at face, whereas I'm I mean, like, like, send I me like a picture. girls with pretty faces.
1: Yeah, I'll be like, okay, this is what I would like. I would like to put my order in. She should be between this height and this height. Exactly. Yeah. Titties, ass, whatever I mm-hmm. want. Hair. Okay, what do you have? Yeah, it's a
2: compromise. <laughs> Having a
0: threesome is a compromise. I'm compromise.
1: Okay, we're going to move on to weird sex. When we come back, we'll dive into our topics. Okay, so let me tell y'all about this trifling man in the UK. <sighs> he is fucking lying. Let me just start off by saying this. So a bomb squad was called to the hospital after this older gentleman um, went to the hospital and said he was cleaning out the garage and slipped and fell on a World War II mortar shell. You know he fucking lying. He was in the garage trying to stick that shit. It looks like like an anal plug. Well, not even a plug. It just looks like oh, a bullet. I saw that. It looks like a bullet. He put that shit up his ass and it got stuck. His booty said, whoop, and ate it up. Like, Isn't that big? Yes, yeah, big but it was stuck up in there and then he didn't know like now it's from world war ii that was nearly a hundred years ago sir i don't think it's gonna go off but i would be scared to to get my brains blown out like literally so anyway they called the bomb squad he said he just slipped and fell have you ever slipped and fell on a bullet that went up your ass when you were fully clothed <laughs> he is fucking lying and you're i slipped and fell and my booty hole was just wide open yeah, it was just ready for an old, rusty, giant wine bottle-sized bullet from a bomb to go up my ass, or whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, that's what he did, and he's lying. And y'all got to come up with better lives when you find yourselves in these sex accidents. Y'all do
0: just tell the truth. It's better if you just tell the truth.
1: Yeah, I was fucking around with this shit, and I got real horny, and there were no toys. My grandkids, I couldn't ask them to go get it. So I saw this thing, it was looking a little phallic, and I was just like, I've always wanted to do this. Cheryl died 10 years ago. (laughs) Cheryl died. (laughs) Poor Cheryl. Her name might have been Bridget. Rest
0: in peace, Cheryl. (laughs) Um, Dr. Canary. Yes. You teach sex therapy, you're also a psychiatrist, that and you correct. work with murderers. Yes, yes, I do. I love I how you tied
1: that all together. <laughs> that is yes. the coolest thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know, because that's just a part of life that we never really get to knowingly speak with murderers on. I probably know a few, but like you you work with calculated murderers. Yes, like I wonder if I've murderers. ever talked
1: about some of your clients on weird sex. I wonder too. <laughs> you probably have. They all we have very interesting fetishes. We probably need to talk so you can more fetishes. interesting things. Yeah,
2: they all have interesting fetishes.
1: Like what? Um, Well,
2: the thing is, is a lot of them when they killing turns them on because all of them are males. um, So they mostly kill females. And typically they're having sex with these women beforehand, not Mm -hmm. when they're dead, but beforehand. Um, So they're into things like one guy, he's into feces. So he likes for the women to defecate on him um, with shit on him. And he's into that like he gets off on it. And they say he here and tell it, you this
0: with a straight face.
2: Oh yeah, straight face. I have to keep a straight face. I have to keep my composure. How do you do that part? Girls hard. It's so <laughs> hard. Because I'm really goofy, so I'd be thinking like jokes in my head. I'd be like Ty, hey, keep it together. You, you gotta really be professional. Need so much
0: <laughs> Wow. But they're very
2: intelligent. They have very high IQs.
0: And they tell you the details of how they murder people.
2: They tell me the details. Um, They tell me how usually they have orgasms after they do it. A lot of them, like, they've become bored with life. And so for them, killing has created that excitement. They get erections from it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sad, but it's also very interesting because I get to dive deep into the psyche of... Serial killers. So, do you
1: medicate? Do, do you prescribe medication to these people, or like, what do you do to help them not feel this? Because it um, is a
2: problem. It is. It's definitely, and that's why they're in the psych ward. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, the medication, even though it, it makes them into zombies, they're numb. It doesn't help with the feeling, the urge, of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to, to want so to. So it's kill, like yeah. there's
1: just no hope.
2: We're working on it. I work okay. for a pharmaceutical company. We're trying to create a drug that actually eliminates that part. Um, but yeah, right now there is no hope. So,
0: so when you're in a psych ward and not in prison, you have to stay in there forever, right? It's just like a prison. I'm thinking, yes, like they don't yeah. get to one day get out. It's like a they're psychiatric not going,
2: prison. It's a psychiatric prison. Okay. Yeah, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They have been to court. They have been pretty much. The judge has decided this is where they need to be for mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're not going anywhere. Besides, jail would be next if they decide that they're mentally stable.
0: Would you say that a lot of the murders that you speak with are narcissists?
2: So, you know what? That term is really overused nowadays. I feel like on social media, like everyone's like, oh, my ex was a narcissist. Mm -hmm. Um, Narcissistic personality disorder is kind of hard to diagnose because we all can be a little narcissist. And there's a thin line sometimes between having like being overly confident Mm -hmm. and then being narcissistic. Um, But the serial killers I work with, most of them I would say are narcissistic because they lack empathy. And Mm -hmm. that's the number one thing that a lot of narcissistic people lack. Mm -hmm. And they can't keep stable relationships because they're more about themselves than their partner.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So
2: if you think that you're dating a narcissist, one, they're going to lack empathy and they're going to gaslight a lot.
0: So lacking empathy, you mean like they do something to hurt your feelings. You tell them about it and they're just like, okay, what? Oh, well. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, type of thing. It's all
2: about them. That's one thing with narcissism. It's all about them. Mm -hmm. Anything pertaining to them, they want the confidence. They tend to, like, conversation hog, hog conversations. Um, So everything is about them and what can make them better and their ambition. So they tend to drain you in relationships Mm. because you're not going to feel feel like you're being filled in any way. You're only feeling them.
0: Do they need medicine? Like, is that a mental disorder?
2: It is. It, narcissistic personality. It's in the DSM. It is. Now, how we treat it is just through therapy. Usually, we don't prescribe them medication because it, it starts from childhood. Usually, either oh, their God. parent... Yeah, it starts from childhood. So, like we need to do, like, Summer Walker and blame his mom. Yeah, yeah, like she said, beat up the mama. Mm-hmm. Fight or the mama. granny.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, that's probably where they was at, Y'all yeah. <laughs> <I'm laughs> y- You it. ladies be telling these niggas shit from when they kissing. You need to stop if you have a son raising these little yeah it usually starts from childhood unfortunately
2: yeah a parent that was really really overbearing oh so yeah usually they have parent mothers that are very very overbearing didn't let them have a lot of independence that that's what tends to happen and they're raising their son how they would want their like a husband oh never mind so they're
0: (laughs) all about their son they gloat on them this is so crazy. The dude that I was saying about the last dude that I was dealing with, and I, at first it seemed like he was just perfect, and mm-hmm. then he. Mario. Mario. They're very charming.
2: They're very, very charming. charming. They
0: are. They everything learned that great. shit. But yeah. then every and even now when I like met his mom, I was like, this is weird. This is a weird situation. Like she like praised everything he did. When you walk into their house, it was like a museum of Mario. He was Mario. probably narcissistic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He ended up writing a six page document and sent it to my mom, my sister, my brother, my best friend. He and need medication, don't you? He, and, and was saying Intense the things that I did wrong to him, which weren't really wrong. He, I didn't cook for him. I didn't pick him up from the airport. Yeah, he's narcissistic now that is a good example of narcissistic
1: i was like that's a good example that is a good example let me tell you about this man (laughs) (laughs) we got a whole section (laughs) we got plenty of niggas okay so this man got mad at me now mind you this is somebody i dated before at my lowest point so i let a lot of shit slide but then i woke up and i got back to my happy self and I was like boy fuck you so Mm -hmm. he's been trying to come back now he wants me i ain't say i wanted him none of that shit what do you what do you want from me He's like, you are so selfish. You are so full of yourself now. Because you got... You're not... You leveled up? Because... I wasn't accepting him half-stepping to me. Right. Okay, so you want to date me? How the fuck are you going to date me and you have a girlfriend? Get off my phone. One. Two, you're mad. He's like, well, you don't only date one person at a time. So what? You're in a relationship? I don't want you either. So don't expect me to make concessions. He was like, well, usually when I date women, it's not this hard. This is tr- starting to feel like work. We're not dating. Right. And he said, um, you know, usually the woman, she just wants to do whatever because it's about spending time with me. I said, mm-hmm. well, that That's where you're confused. I never said I want to spend time with you. You do. Anyway, he goes on to tell me he's moving. And um, he was trying to get himself to ask for help. He told me his mama was going to come out here from out of state to clean his apartment and help him pack. <laughs> this man is 40 years old. Oh, that's sad. And I said, does she like doing this? And he was like, yeah. And then as I was listening to these stories and just remembering things from years ago, it's like, you always have your mama there and she does everything for you. You know, mama. he's
2: not a narcissist. He's a bum. He's yeah, a fuck I was boy. To say, he he's, sound sound like a like he's a definition of a fuckboy. Fuck boy. Mm, that's yeah, what he, and is. he
1: really, But he really feels like everybody should do things for him. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, even in the past, because this ain't really recent, but even in the past, If I'm not there to support you, if I'm not encouraging you, if I'm not listening to your stories that I want to talk about me and what I got going Mm -hmm. on, it's a problem. Yeah, he has low self-esteem, too.
0: So, Dr. Canary, you're a psychiatrist, and you also have this other company, Mind, Body, Soul? Mind, Body, Sex. Mind, Body, Sex. Mm -hmm. And now, combining the two of that, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so what it
2: is is I combine my two passions, psychiatry and sex therapy. So I was a sex therapist first. I actually became a sex therapist at the age of... I was young, maybe like twenty three. I got my master's in sex therapy, and I didn't have time to come come, Oh master. But I didn't know nothing about life. I didn't know nothing about sex. I wasn't even confident in myself. So back then, it was I was faking it. Mm -hmm. And then I went to medical school, and I was like, you know what? I really, yeah. Shout out to my medical school. And then I was like, you know what, I want to combine my two passions because I realize in the black community, not only do we lack sex education, we also lack mental health and mental awareness. <sighs> it's like those are the two taboos. And especially if you grew up in the church or any sort of religion, it's like you wait till you get married
0: to talk about sex. If but it's you like, even talk about it then. Exactly. But no, it's how do like you have the skill there, set? Like-
2: Then it's like, oh, you can go full force with your husband, but... I have no skill sets Mm -hmm. or no confidence in the bedroom. So that's what my company is based off of. I help women and men that have had sexual trauma, um, that have mental illness, um, sex education. I just want people to realize that you cannot have great sex unless your mental health is on point. Mm -hmm. So that's what I work with couples, individuals on.
0: And when you say your mental health is on point, what do you mean by that? Because, like, I've been having sex for a few years now. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Pussy still tight, though. What's up? (laughs) Um, Like, and I think I'm mentally healthy. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm sexually educated. Mm -hmm. But what do you mean by it? Like, where does your mental state need to be to have mind-blowing sex? So, And when should sex education start? Oh, Sex education should start at the age as
2: soon as they're able to say yes and no. I Yeah, I talk to parents from the age of like three, you want to talk about good touch, bad touch. Mm -hmm. That's a part of sex education because there are pedophiles in this world. Mm -hmm, So we need to make sure that our children are aware of that because they're being exposed even younger and younger. I have 11 and 12-year-olds that I counsel that are already giving fellatio. So (laughs) I'm not having kids. Yes, in middle school. In middle school, yes, and their parents don't know about it. So they tell me, and then I'm speaking to the parent, I'm like, hey, because... Regulations, I can't, you know, HIPAA violation. I can't tell their parents um, unless they're, you know, trying to hurt themselves. So I tell their parents, I'm like, hey, are you speaking to them about anything sexual? And they're like, oh no, they're not ready for that. I'm like,
1: well, do you know? So how do you guide them to be like, yeah, bitch? She's sucking dick. What I and they <laughs> mean, what you know, I and see, she's really that. good at
2: it.
0: The, the whole football team. Didn't. I tell them, I'm like,
2: listen, if they're watching MTV or VH1 or any TV show, they're listening they're to seeing, Cardi B, male stallion. Just this, they're, they're learning about <laughs> sex from that. So I tell them, I said, hey, at, at eight, you should be age appropriate. Should be talking to kids about sex. You should be, mm-hmm. and once they get twelve. Girls get their menstrual in the black community at like 11, 12, some as young as 10. I got mine at nine.
1: Yeah, so. For real? I was 14. Yeah, and I remember you have cause to have we that we were at conversation. A band that
2: was embarrassing. I was yeah. so
0: embarrassed.
2: <laughs> Me too.
1: That shit hurt, and it's been hurting ever since. <laughs> it has been twenty fucking years, and it it's
0: still, babe. Well, nineteen.
1: Sorry. And I, don't know why. <laughs> I was so embarrassed,
0: and my mom did talk to me about my peer. She did let me know that it was gonna be coming soon. I just, you know, you just don't want to hear your period. Right. Was ex-
1: young. Did it feel like what she explained it to be when you finally got it? It did, but I still was like, I don't know. I just felt so embarrassed. I didn't want to
0: tell anyone. My mom was downstairs talking to like my dad and my brother. And I, so I, cu- I took a razor and cut my ankle. I was weird. I probably need to talk to you. I took <laughs> a razor and cut the bone on my ankle and made that bleed. And then I was like, Mom, I'm bleeding. And then she came and was like... Wait, what? And I was like,
1: "There's blood coming out of my vagina," no. and I just cut
0: my ankle for no reason. Like it was. I was yeah, you need
1: to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't right. It no, was, but you were embarrassed. It's, all, I yeah. think it was embarrassed. it's okay. I didn't tell my mama culture, for a year. In a culture, year, I waited. A I just weeks used to. Too. Well, I waited a whole damn year, yeah, and year, I, I, I would be like, course. "Oh, I don't feel good," but I needed all the fucking Motrin in the house because I had. Who really, bought your tampons? I took hers. I took wow. her pads and her tampons. I would just go in her bathroom and take it because. I'm trying to remember. I don't think she really talked to me about it much. And I think me and my sister got our period. My sister got her period first, and she's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like I was scared to say something cuz she made it seem like a different thing not so mm-hmm. natural and it was just like well I don't want to talk about see, it because you're going to make it awkward and you're that's make making me scared to talk and about it, it. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was from school not really from home right. but she would say like well if this happens you need to talk about it but there was no real conversation I wish that there was so I would have felt more comfortable and I wouldn't have had as bad cramps see
2: and that's why I hope that's what I hope parents do have those mm-hmm. uncomfortable conversations because now they've taken it out of the school I think when we really? were in school they had sex education and even still when it was in school you didn't sex. learn a
0: lot it was a little it was like bit had basic, a little sex
2: I mean, right but now nothing most That's states really have taken horrible. It
0: completely out we're at a time right now where they need it most. Because and you, you need to be raw with it.
2: To sex. Mm-hmm. I remember my little brother, he's fifteen now. He was eight at the time. He came to me, he was like, what's S E X? He had saw it I think in the bathroom. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, they do and like to write on the walls. And pronounce it. Yeah, so, I mean, parents, if you're listening, it's so important. Like, these kids, they're going to learn it from somewhere. For me, my it was my parents, but I was reading Zane books in middle school. So was. I was reading The you Coldest Were? Winter Ever.
1: Yeah, um, my mom Omar had a book too, and they mostly read romance novels. <laughs> so I would read some of them, but I think after she knew I had uh, a period she had me read fly girl the that coldest my winter favorite. ever yes. the the book's about the fast girl I was mm-hmm. reading <laughs> yep
0: that's what I was reading my mom used she to was, make it us to sit down us. and watch um these videos about sex it was sex it would it would be about good touch bad touch that's good and then there were um i remember she made my brother watch one about like when you start having like wet dreams we would all just sit there and watch it together and she would uh it was like videos about sex and like how you're going to start growing pubic hair and when you have the urge and when that you start your period good. then you can have you could get pregnant. And I just remember thinking, that- "Oh my god, I, I'm gonna have a baby, and I'm nine. Like, but it it was <laughs> even though my mom was very open about it and would talk about, it, I still was like, you get that uncomfortable feeling. But the parents that are listening fight through the uncomfortable feeling yes. because, like, yeah. like Dr. Canary said, the babies is out here fucking
1: they yes. are and I would be scared too because my mom was also a parole officer oh, and wow. most of her clients were sex offenders mm-hmm. so at a very young age another reason why I knew about sex not so much about periods and things she would tell us these horror stories so I was scared of that shit till I read Cosmo <laughs> and then I learned oh there's a pleasure aspect right. to this oh <laughs> huh. pleasure you won't the, learn that in the church you won't learn it from your parents with yes. the magazines is like but and right. I think parents
2: should explore that though because not only with pleasure then it comes the emotions mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what my mom pinpointed on she was like like, listen, sex is going to feel good. Maybe not the first time. But she was like, after it gets done, she was like, the emotional aspect comes with it. And yep, she was like, you're that. not going to be able to handle those emotions at 16 years old. So just wait.
0: And I still can't Somebody should have told
2: me
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm
0: saying. We're <laughs> in our 30s, late we 20s. We still can't. Okay, I'm still playing. i still yeah, I'd I'd light light my candles the and sitting in the tub. <laughs> put my Beyonce on and cry. And they're still like, he's fucking good. I want it forever. Right. Um, and yeah, exactly. This next question that I want to ask you before we dive into G-Spots, um... What are those emotions and why does it hit men and women so differently? Can you answer that question? Well, we have
2: more, es- we have more estrogen. Oh, so yeah. women do have a little bit of testosterone, but we have more estrogen than anything. And we're constantly, our hormones are constantly changing as we get they older. Sure are. So It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. But you know what? I've learned that as women, we can, we can reframe our thinking and think more so with logic. Okay. I recommend that most women read The Human, it's called, oh gosh, The Laws of Human Nature. That's what it's called. Laws the Laws of, of Human, human nature. nature. It's an amazing book and it really teaches you about being rational in life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as women, sometimes we can be so dramatic. We're so dramatic. And that's why it's important for us to have male friends. My male friends, they keep me being logical because I can be dramatic as well. Even though I know like, this is the rational thing to do. I still want to go slice some tires every now and then. Because yeah, that other crazy. shit is boring.
0: It is. It's, it's, it's boring to be logical. <laughs> and then you sometimes just sometimes since you want men to understand, let me sh- tell you how much you hurt me. And if you don't exactly. want to listen now, let me. And I got to show you exactly because you this really is all you know. You came but up men in are here. so
2: good at like deading their feelings. Like it's amazing to me how they're able to. It's to amazing. Do I mean, it. you look
0: at men that leave their they're kids. Aliens. It's like wow. Only <laughs> but you know, gremlins it,
2: exactly. But that's one thing I feel like that makes us so special as women is because we are so caring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if we if there weren't any women in the world, the world one, would not go
0: round. It wouldn't. Thank it you. Really
1: wouldn't. It would be like that show, The Last Man on Earth, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I don't Yeah. What are the most
0: common mm-hmm. sexual struggles that people come to you with?
2: Orgasms. That's the number one Us women too, girl struggle with orgasms. And men, erectile dysfunction is huge now. It sure is. A lot of men, they're struggling with getting erections. The diet is a part of that. Drugs is a part of that. You think Alcohol. it's too much tequila?
0: Or too much hookah. <laughs> Which one?
2: combination uh, i don't even hookah it's it's kind of unhealthy for you i'm not gonna lie hookah's very kind of it's I just a is. it is, yeah, it is. It's very, i was saying kind of the light and the low because <laughs> i know in atlanta we love the hookah i mean we still gonna do it but but you can yeah. tell us the hookah. truth you got to be careful with the marijuana as you get older marijuana mm-hmm. has great mm-hmm. purposes sometimes but um, it helps with anxiety and depression and stuff like that but it also can be a very depressant it can be an A depressant. So you have to be careful because a lot of my clients that use marijuana, they're having issues with erectile dysfunction. Wow. So be careful. Foods that you're eating, we're not eating as healthy as we used to. A lot of Uh our foods have chemicals in it. Like them fake ass chicken nuggets. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So now more than ever, you have to be careful about what you're consuming in your body. If you want your little pee-pee to get hard.
0: Speaking (laughs) of a little pee-pee, you have a little pee-pee over there. I do have a little pee-pee that I and you have a Is little, it really little? It's a little. It a little.
1: Have you ever had a are dick you? that small? Yep. Yeah,
0: me too. And <laughs> I, I have. And had. I
1: said, are you fucking kidding me? Why do you have <laughs> but the gold wrapper? Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, let me... Yeah, that...
1: That's the part that... <laughs> that's if you, right got size dick, that's you got a little dick, you But buy the right condom. The fuck, you know? Exactly.
2: Because actually, really, you only 6% that. of American men... Need magnums? Only six percent. They don't need them. Wow. Only six
1: percent. yeah I saw this girl put a condom on her forearm, and that was a big bitch. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> and I I it was a regular condom, so it's yeah. just like, boy, just what the fuck? That why the shit be off I got these
2: babies. To speak for the men that aren't as well endowed, you really only need three inches to please a woman, though. Yeah, because most women's clit does not does not sit that far back.
0: Really, every
2: woman is different, but yeah, a guy if he has a three incher, he is can a three inch? Um, this might well, be four. A this okay. is four, but it doesn't have any girth to it at all. It I don't think have that could
0: please me. It.
2: You don't think it could please no. you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me see.
0: Oh, everyone, everyone, like like uh. <laughs> everyone's,
1: everyone's different. It
0: yes. cannot reach a G.
1: <laughs> You jizz ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> you'll be going. But you know, little.
2: it depends on the angles. It depends on the angles, and But not all women like big penises. That's the thing. Not all women can handle them.
1: Now, can I you pay. show us
2: with
0: the one wo- with the woman parts?
2: Yes. So this is. The woman, part I always like to have it
0: that's gonna fit, yeah. So, this is the <laughs> that's where the dick lay, the vaginal
2: canal. This is where oh. the penis would come. So, the G spot is probably like right here. The G spot is usually only about two and a half to three inches back.
0: I didn't even so, know that, I thought it was like deep up in
2: there. No, it's not. So, it's the A spot. The A spot is gonna be up here. That's, that's that the one spot. that the well endowed men probably hidden. But the G
1: spot, And when they fold you up like a taco, like our <laughs> guest said on the last episode, they can get to it. That's better. the
0: ones that have you sprung and like, Why don't you love me? What <laughs> did you do to me? <laughs> They probably hit that A spot. The A
2: spot, the orgasms are a lot more intense. A yeah. lot more intense. So if you had an intense
0: orgasm, it's probably because they were hitting that a spot. So if if they're hitting the a spot and they come inside of you, does the does this does <sighs> oh, the wow. nut? Just... You get pregnant with trippers. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> <laughs> so, so be it... careful. <laughs> is the, like, like does the nut like squirting out also like help the a spot? Like does it pulse? What? Like what is that No, do? <laughs> no. Does it come alive? <laughs> like I want like, like, come alive. These That we're talking about, is it like something that a doctor could like? Can you hold it? Not really hold it, but I can touch it. So, like, or are they the, just areas? That's what I'm saying. Is it like, like a, a you know, how like our clit is like a clit? I know my clit, you can touch right. it. Mm. Can you,
2: so the G spot is like the size of a walnut. The A spot is maybe a little bit bigger. Okay. So, with the G spot, if he takes one finger, you usually want to use your pointer finger, mm-hmm. but if some women like two, depending on what you like, you can do two and you want to do like a cummy motion to hit that G spot for the fellas. Now, with the A spot, it's kind of hard to hit with your fingers. You need to hit it with your penis because it's about two inches higher than the G Spot, and then you want to do like a windshield wipe motion.
0: I ain't never that had a windshield go like I'm just, this. Because men just I do like have. the up you and down. You go like this.
2: I'm telling I'm you, fellas, the come here That's and the I've windshield.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the windshield motion, or they be trying fellas. to swirl it
1: around, swirl it. Around. We gonna hit yes. the G and the A. Yeah. And that's, I love Going having back sex to with. with I love having
0: sex with a confident ass person. And I say person because I mean women and men. When you're confident to just try some weird shit like a windshield wiper, or that's, you do. Start sex is with, supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. He's I to love to when like they're not like I'm. Um, I don't want to just. T- I remember I had a nigga just turn. Remember I told him he turned around on me. Like his booty hole was like facing me, but his dick was still inside of me. And that nigga was like, it looked like he was doing like a Jamaican tribal dance <laughs> in my pussy. <laughs> and he was really like that. and it felt so fucking good but a lot of people won't try new things because they're like I'm gonna look weird if right. you don't do this fucking tribal dance in this pussy and that's why I tell you it's, it's supposed to be fun. fun sex is supposed to be fun you're like, supposed, right. supposed to try
2: new things and women too because women get real coy on sex they, they get real coy on don't don't all they, they gotta they do want to they don't wanna show their skills but then they'll come to me and be like man I wanna like bust it wide open I wanna do this for my man but I'm scared that he's gonna think that like I'm a hoe or something but you're supposed to be a hoe with your man like, what? A, age are you from, man? man. That man.
1: Was. Maybe that's right. right. Yeah, it wasn't her band. <laughs> so she, she was hoping it would you be. Was. She was nervous. Oh, no.
0: You know, every oh. Cardi B lyric, bitch, exactly. you is. No, no, but no.
2: really quickly, fellas, if you are trying to hit the, the A spot, which is two inches from the G spot, rear missionary and anal penetration. Mm. Uh, and doggy yeah. style are the best ways to do that.
1: Doggy style for the win, okay? Yes. I love it. doggy style. I don't know what she's tapping me. Medina over here tapping me anal. Hey, no, you hear that? Yeah, I heard it, bitch. And I said no. <laughs> are those, no, are no. those
0: the only two spots? The G spot and the A spot? No, she said
1: real no, missionary. No, there's a couple oh.
0: more spots, but Those
2: two are the main ones that most guys will be able to hit and find. I think everything else they're gonna have some trouble.
1: I had this guy, I was kind of in a missionary position, but he had kind of picked. I don't know how he did this shit now that I'm thinking about it, but he kind of turned me on the side. His dick had a little bit of a curve, so it kind of went this way, and I'm turned this way, kind of, and my ass is, like, lifted up. Mm. But we're still kind of forward-facing, and he was able to get in there with some little swerving motion. I don't know what he did. That's why we call him voodoo dick, because I don't know what the spell was, but he hit it. Oh. Jesus, hit the spell. I, I love spot. it. I, I love it. Back. Now, Dr. Canary, before
0: we move on to uh, indecisive Diane and advice, I wanted to ask you, because so often people, you know, walk that walk, I mean... They'd be talking, but they, and, they got, and then I'm walk. walking. Now, you mm-hmm. have all of these great techniques, all this information. Do you apply this to your sex life? Like, Do you have a good sex life, or are people going to hear this and be like, that bitch can't fuck? You know what?
2: <gasps> Y'all the first podcast, I'm going to say this, because I usually don't talk about my personal life. I keep it very private. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I apply everything that I learn. Oh, so you've been there getting me, snatching wigs off. You got the
0: Cleo brains.
2: Because, <laughs> <laughs> my thing is about having fun. I just like having fun. Every everybody's different. Everybody likes something different. But when it comes to sex, like the boring sex is when you don't choose to have fun and when you mm. don't communicate with your partner and ask them what do you like, what are you into. Why are people so scared of that? Mm. Like communicate and then comprehend. I so feel you yeah, that. it's it's amazing.
0: Communicate and then comprehend.
2: Yes. That's important. Amen. That's so important.
1: Well, on that note, you guys, we have to move on to Indecisive Diane. And when we come back, we're going to have Dr. Canary help us answer some advice and then share some cocktails.
2: Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what
1: your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's- do you want? What do you want? Hey ladies, it's
0: me, Diane, and tis the season to be horny. I mean jolly. So listen, it's still holiday season. If you live in Atlanta, Georgia, look up the different shows they have coming to the Fox Theater. There's a lot of them that's a super cute, different type of date night. Even if you don't like musicals, try something new, honey. It might spice up your life.
1: Bye. Bye. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane, and it is time for the advice. Remember, if you would like to ask us a question, just email us, askcocktails at gmail.com.
0: I don't never have allergies, and I feel like you gave your allergies
1: to me. <laughs> That's not how that works, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> not how it works at all. Okay,
0: this title is I Don't Give Head. Please keep this anonymous. We always keep y'all anonymous. Oh, but girl, I don't give head.
1: I don't like this. I don't either.
0: (laughs) I love your show. I've been binging it almost daily. I met this man last year over IG. He's 42. I'm 32. He pursued me and found his way in because we both have little boys. We messaged back and forth for a couple of months before we finally decided to go on our first date. I had not been actively dating for the last four years simply because I wanted to just focus on myself and my son. But I just decided to put myself out there. He seemed like a really good guy and is a great father. Such a turn on. Anyway, we went out to a nice dinner. I was pretty nervous, so I started drinking to calm my nerves and feel more at ease. Dinner was great. We then went to uh, the other. We went to the other side of the restaurant to the bar since they had a DJ and a bar. <clears throat> the night flew by. We were having so much fun. We went back to this place. Is this an advice question? <laughs> we went back to his place, and I honestly cannot remember how much after getting there, but I do know we ended up fucking all night. He ate my pussy, but I do not remember giving him head. I wouldn't be surprised if I did, though. We woke up the next day and fucked again. While we cuddled, he mentioned that he knows he really likes me because he ate my pussy. He does not eat pussy, ever, but he said I smelled good. He's 42. I said, what do you mean you don't eat pussy? He said, I just don't. I let it go. The next couple of days we kept in touch and it came back up that he doesn't eat pussy. I asked why. I genuinely wanted to know. He said, well, you didn't give me head. Do you not give head? I mean, I do. I guess I just didn't that night. But if I like you, I don't mind doing it at all. But now that he's turned turning it around on me, I kind of don't want to. Ladies, am I wrong? Anyway, we went out a few more times and then out of nowhere, he stopped contacting me. He pursued me, so I wasn't going he pursued me, so I wasn't going to chase after him. A few months passed by, and a long and long story short, this was long already, my son's father and I decided to give the relationship a try. Long story even shorter. It's longer. Long story even longer. It's not working. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Um Enters Mr. I don't eat pussy again. He contacted me asking me what had happened and why we stopped communicating. I'm like, sir, you didn't reach back out. You just disappeared on me. He said life had just got hectic for a bit. Not a not a good enough reason, but whatever. I let him know I was currently with my son's father, but it wasn't working out. We are working on dissolving the relationship while still maintaining a healthy co-parenting relationship. I'm not ready to start dating again, obviously. But I did not like Mr. Mister. I don't like to eat pussy, except for the fact that he does not eat pussy. Um, I don't know what you meant. He's actively <laughs> pursuing me again, so maybe I can give him a try, question mark. But is that a deal breaker? Is it for me? Um, it is for me, but I don't want to miss out on a good man for a silly reason. What do you ladies think? Sent from my iPhone. Again, when I said last episode, women are always confused and never turned off. She should be turned off by this. But
1: Girl, you asking if it's a deal breaker? Can't nobody up here answer if it's a deal breaker? Is it a deal breaker for, for you? you? Yeah, that's and what it I was sounds like say. it is. It is. Um, okay,
2: there's a couple of things there, if I'm going to break it down. So, one, it sounds like they have some communication issues. Because he did eat you out, so he does eat pussy. So, what you guys really need to have a conversation about is your sexual expectations. Um, so, that's One. And then to him just dropping off the face of the earth, that would be an issue for me and a deal breaker for me. But if it's not for you, um, and it sounds like you really need to set concrete boundaries and standards for yourself because it doesn't seem like they're there. Um, if it's not an issue for you, you still need to bring up, hey, what happened? Why did you drop off the face of the earth? You were pursuing me, you hit it, and it sounds like he quit it. So I think that there needs that needs to have a conversation. Um, and then as far as him bringing up that, it seemed like he ran when she said she don't give head. That's mm-hmm. what it seemed like to me. So it just sounds like they just need to have an adult conversation. Like they're 42 and 32. Well, so just state what you like, say what you're going to do and either yeah. decide to be together or don't be together. Don't All right.
1: <laughs> Next one. This one says advice, please. When I was, this one is a little bit more serious. Okay. When I was 16, I got pregnant and immediately knew that I didn't want the baby and I wanted to get an abortion. I told my mom and her and my aunt came up with the idea that she, my aunt, would raise the baby as her own child. I was homeschooled from the time I started showing until a couple of weeks after the baby was born and then went back to school like nothing happened. Fast forward eight years. I've graduated from college, have a well paying job, and I'm doing well for myself. I'm not rich or anything, but I have a nice apartment, buying a house in two months. I go on trips at least twice a year and can afford the nice things that I want. So here's the problem We had a family gathering over the weekend, and it came up that basically my aunt thinks that I should be giving her money to support my child. I love my little cousin, but I look at her as just that my cousin. I feel like since my aunt decided to be a mother and adopt her, it should be her responsibilities. Not to sound selfish, but I didn't want her for a reason. If I was going to have to give up my lifestyle for her, then I could have kept her and been a mother. What y'all think? What should I do? Should I be giving her money monthly to help her? Is this my responsibility still? Well, I'll never get no questions like this. Yeah, that is
0: complicated. That is deep. I, I, I think that the right thing to do would be to contribute. You don't have to. And and you 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 put this out, you laid it out well. You, you did. Mm-hmm. And I understand, I don't understand because I never been in this situation, but I hear you and you're like, I did this for a reason. But I also think that if your aunt needs help, it's also just like if somebody just needed help with something, like would right. you help them? And I right. think that maybe you guys can come to some sort of agreement and whatever you're comfortable with, I just I think that the right thing to do would be to help. But again, you don't have to. She's not technically I disagree and
1: maybe I don't have a popular opinion, but I think that you told them what you wanted to do and they made a decision. Had this person not been in your family, they probably wouldn't have access to you to even insinuate that you should be helping in some way she adopted this child she wanted this child and you made it clear that you didn't it's unfortunate for the kid if they're in a position where they need some help it didn't sound like that but it just sounds like she wants some help like maybe okay your life actually turned out all right i want a little bit of help and i thought i could do this on my own or maybe i wanted to and maybe i'm doing just fine but i want some extra i don't think that you should feel obligated to help um And I wish that you weren't in this predicament because this is a very sticky situation, but I don't think that you should feel obligated to.
0: What do you think, Dr. Canary?
2: So what I will say, it is it's definitely um, that's a different situation. I've actually never heard that situation before, but. The thing is, is when you were 16, you made the decision that you did not want the child. And everyone agreed, hey, she doesn't want the child, so we will take the child. Because she would have had an abortion at the end of the day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she could have done it by herself. Exactly. That's what she decided. So with your aunt taking that responsibility, hey, I'm going to take this child, I'm taking it as my own, you have already decided that that is your cousin. So if you decide to give... money then that is out the goodness of your heart. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you honestly don't have an obligation because it is not your child. You've signed over legal rights, whatever state you're in, you usually have to sign over legal rights mm-hmm. so that your aunt is her guardian. So if you decide to do it, um and it sounds like you're very mature because at 16 to make that's a huge decision you to really make at stuck 16 with it. and she's stuck with it. Yeah. So I feel like the aunt if she's having financial issues, um, you know, she might need to find other means to maybe tell end her to go to her
1: church. <laughs> but then I also wonder The churches will help.
0: The churches will help. But also I wonder if if a friend or like a family member was again, you're not obligated. That you, you signed over your rights and you don't have to, but if you would help someone financially, like a friend who asked you to borrow money or a family member. Um, would you give it to them? Like, if she is struggling, if she if right. she just that's needs... the thing is she struggling? Cause she yeah, didn't put like, if she was I, struggling
2: I, I'm not or not. Sure that she I made was... it more so sound like, hey, I'm just, living
1: good. You want child support now? Yeah, just because right, it wasn't a one off. She mm-hmm. wants her to help mm-hmm. going forward. I wouldn't so help right, a family member uh, monthly. Forever indefinitely. Like, if you need some help, I will absolutely help you, but it needs to be isolated and we're going to come up with a plan because this, you're not about to be my child. But I
2: also think about the child in that sense because it's like, how is she going to feel growing up? Eventually, she's going to find out. So there needs to be therapy involved in this as well. There needs to be some therapy. um, Because eventually, she's going to tell her.
0: Somebody's, it gonna gonna tell say somebody's, somebody's gonna her. somebody's gonna tell her something. we all know those a, family secrets that we're right. supposed to get out and then you get grown Always. and you're like I do look like Aunt Stacy,
1: right yeah I have a friend and she uh, not the money part but just like with being adopted into the family mm-hmm. and finding out later and it can be tough yeah
0: it can definitely be tough I, yeah I think about the child I hope you figure it out sis let um, us know
1: what you decide girl
0: yeah Maybe you could start a college fund and just give it to her when she's going to college. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's
2: actually a really good idea. That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I hope eventually you guys go to therapy about it because mm-hmm. she's gonna need it.
1: Yeah. And I think that she definitely she should
2: find out when she's a teenager, and not when she's like in college.
1: Those in the family adoptions. Yeah, the, I feel the, like those conversations honestly, have to happen
2: earlier than later.
1: And then it's like, even at my big old age, if I decided I was gonna have a baby and give it away. Um, I don't think I could give it to a family member. I think when you do something, like makes that, it can't Be very
0: far because things like this
1: happen. Yeah, Isn't and them? then it's like uh, it's just so much to it. Right, because yeah. she's gonna see her as big cousin. She probably and she be like, loves well, hold on, her lifestyle. Bitch. You was going to Cabo every year,
0: and I couldn't even go to Disney World. Exactly. The child, when she finds out, it's gonna be hard. It is. It's gonna be hard. It is gonna be hard. Draining, and she's gonna need some help. Well, on a lighter note, we are moving on to the cocktails. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. a double D, so the in face, Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a
2: ho, 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 ho.
0: I will read one and then, Doctor Canary, we hope you have something juicy to share. Okay, this one says, the secrets I'll never tell. Hey, ladies. So two years ago, I went on this trip to Miami with a few of my girlfriends and this group of guys. Sexual tension was floating in the air all week, and I was ready to get dicked the fuck down. I'm going to add that at the point. uh, I'm going to add that at that point of my... Oh, I'm going to add that at that point in my life, I was 22, extremely depressed and just wanted to live on the wild side so I could feel good about myself. Not an excuse, but my actual state of mind at the time. I think most of us are in that state of mind when we're going through a hoe phase. So like I mentioned, before the sexual tension was on 10, niggas was flirting with bitches, bitches was flirting with bitches, and I was the little creep depressed, <laughs> horny and ready for Whatever. One night when we came back from the club, my friend and I were getting ready to go to sleep when the guy she was talking to walked in the bathroom and started to fill up on both of us. I was so nervous because I never had a threesome before. I was a bit uncomfortable, but my friend's unofficial dude had been eyeing me all night. And my friend herself was talking kind of nasty all day, hinting that she's down to fuck one of us, the girls, on the trip. Somehow, we all ended up in the shower and everything seemed fine. She was sucking his dick and he was kissing on me and sucking my titties. I wasn't trying to do much because I knew my friend liked this guy. So I did try to make myself small. Um, One thing led to another. He was fucking her for a bit, then started fucking me. Next thing I know, she's running out of the bathroom crying and I'm running after her. (laughs) Jesus. That's how that almost threesome ended. The whole drama situation got handled, then uh, then tried to go to bed. It's 4 a.m. I'm trying to fall asleep, but I'm wide awake, horny as fuck. The guy before has started something he couldn't finish, giving me just about three strokes before my friend ran out crying. I remembered that his friend was into me and he had been flirting. So I tipped my ass to the couch, tiptoed my ass to the couch, where he fell asleep, grabbed his hand, and brought him to my room. Y'all, poor guy was drunk, half asleep, and couldn't get it up, but his dick was so girthy and big, I needed it. But it turned out to be fail as i literally dragged him out of his drunk sleep and he apologized and told me to wait until tomorrow our last day tomorrow comes and we're having a blast everyone was drunk before 5 p.m and somehow i find myself in the bathroom having sex with the cousin of the sleepy guy by the end of the night i walked out the room
1: wow <laughs> that's a lot going on <laughs> misha i am getting my nut by She's any saying. means necessary
0: bro. it's like when your toy dies and you walking around butt naked with your winnie the pooh shirt on trying to find a charged one I walked out of the bathroom and the sleepy dude gave me the saltiest look and I just knew I was going to get talked about. Learned a couple things on that trip. One, should one, I should have waited for the sleepy dude because his dick was bigger than his cousin's. To this day, I ain't never seen a thing that big. Two, no threesomes with friends. I sincerely was going based on the vibes and things got so real so quick and I felt so bad. And three, I should have loved myself more. Y'all... <laughs> I just hope she uses protection. She's going through a lot. Y'all, I'm a freak, but I'm not even like that. Depression had me doing some weird things. Girl, do not blame
2: it on depression.
0: (laughs) You you feel me? Two years later, I feel like these niggas still talking about me. I love you, ladies. Please don't roast me. Sincerely, doing better now. P.S. I'm attaching this picture so y'all know I wasn't booty. So y'all know I wasn't booty looking. Booty looking or booty. desperate, just, just <laughs> stupid. Sometimes I feel like people just put booty in there, so I say booty like how I say booty. She attached a picture in the email. She is cute. Uh-huh. It's okay, girl, but don't blame that on the shit. Don't blame we it don't it on the We be making bad decisions when <laughs> we say, "I feel you." They don't
1: feel you. I feel don't you. Don't blame it on the They say you are still say talking you about to, you. Just say you wanted to have
0: a what wild it, time, honey. If you, if it makes you feel any better, we all have some moments where somebody's still talking about us. I know I got a few <laughs> home moments where they <laughs>
1: like a lot they probably be trying to listen every week to find it on the episode.
0: I would never talk about you and give you the pleasure, bitch. You no, know, I'm just playing. I probably did.
1: I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do you have a cocktail?
2: <laughs> oh gosh, it's definitely not as juicy as that. I ain't never. <laughs> okay. There's different levels of juice. Uh huh. Okay, so the cocktail is just a wild dating story, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good wild or bad wild, don't matter. Uh, Mine's a little on the bad side, but we're going to travel back into time. So when I was a medical student, we have to do these clinical rotations, right, where we go through different hospitals for X amount of time. So um, there was a gentleman that I met at the hospital. Um, Now, I thought he was just a patient. He had came into the ER. He was fine when I say fine y'all I mean he was like 6'3 he was dark-skinned he was scrumptious I could already tell through his clothes he had a six-pack I mean he was like God's gift to women Mm. he was African too Mm. I think he was like Nigerian or something (laughs) Um, so anyway, I saw him at the hospital. He was asking for like directions and I was working at the psych ward at the time. That was my rotation. So I was down, I think in the ER doing something I had no business doing. Um, so we stopped, we chatted, we exchanged numbers. Mm -hmm. So we're texting, texting back and forth. The weeks go on. We start hanging out. And we're just having a really good time. We're working out together. He likes to cook. I like to eat. It was like a match made in oh, heaven. Oh man! Because I don't like to cook, but mm-hmm. he liked to cook, and I like to eat. So it was like perfect. Yeah. So as time goes on, I notice a bit of a shift in his behavior.
1: Oh lord!
2: And so I nigga
0: mentally ill.
2: He was, <laughs> y'all. He was there at the E. He wasn't at the ER. He was actually getting ready to be admitted in the psych ward. He was schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> I had just gotten to my shift. I missed him. Didn't see that he was being getting ready to be admitted. Y'all was about to date a whole schizophrenic patient and didn't even know about it. I found out, not through him, but by looking through the files and found his name. So
0: he, y'all were going through this and he knew
2: you we thought were he dating. was a We were dating actually for a couple of months. He didn't tell me though. But it was his behavior. And I was like, hold up. I'm noticing a couple of signs here. Like, what? like one, he would just like go ghost for a couple of days and be like, "Oh, I was dealing with some depression," but it was always a reason why he was dealing with the depression. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed, like a couple of times, I caught him like speaking to himself, talking to himself, but in third person, not like you know how sometimes you oh like girl, get your God, stuff this together, is a lifetime but it was be. girl. And it's like, I
1: was Keke, like, "What the is... fuck you doing, bitch?" But get I was only together. like
2: a third year, so I was still learning. You know, I was uh-huh. still I was I might have been the second year actually, but I was still learning. And so how I found out was. Um, I was at work one day, and he texted me. He was like, oh, I'm getting ready to come up to the hospital. And I was like, oh, you know, you I'll come down and see you. Exactly, <laughs> Thinking he's bringing can't. me lunch. And he was like, oh, no, no, don't come down. He was like, don't come to the psych ward or whatever. And I was like, wait, why? This is, so I you I is where I work. I was like, exactly. I went in the files and looked, and sure enough, his name was in there. He was a patient of the hospital. So I was Did you dating just dead a patient. things? I blocked him. Just never. I didn't even explain anything. I just never saw him again.
0: Yeah. He was like, another one. Bites the dust. Yep. It's yep. hard like, to <laughs> do that he was like, Why'd he do that? Wow. So that's... I almost fell in love with a patient. <laughs> wow, that's actually scary. You probably wouldn't be sitting here today. <laughs> right? <It's> like, <laughs> what I happened to that? Dr. Canary? <laughs> Dr. Canary, before we close things out, do you have anything you want to plug? How can our, our listeners find you if you want to be found? Let them know. Absolutely. So you guys can find me on my personal
2: page at drcanary, D-R. Canary, Spelled like the bird. C-A-N-A-R-Y. If you want to learn more about sex education, mental health awareness, you can follow my business page where I give great sex tips. Um, We talk about the stigmas and mental health at mind.body.sex. And also, if you are interested in products, I have Dr. MBS. I sell organic lube. It is great for the vag. It will keep your pH balanced and you're not worried about all those chemicals. And then I have sorry. I'm sponsored by uh, Vush. um, you can go on com and use my code POPCANARY if you are into vibrators that will hit the G and the A spot. This one won't hit the A spot. I'm sorry. It'll just hit the G spot. But they have some bigger vibrators on there that will hit the A spot.
0: Come on, girl. Y'all, if y'all want to follow Dr. Canary, keep up with her and make sure you do. Um, you guys follow the Cocktails page at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Coffee Bean Dean.
1: And I'm at Kiki Said So. And until next week, you guys, Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. I'm sorry. Bye. 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 Obligation. Goodbye.
1: Bye. 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 on the track. Wait on the track.